Hello there. Come on in. This is Things Thought on Circle Drive. I'm Bentley Craig. And I'm coming to you from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. In the heart of Florida. And all the way up here on Crawford Mountain, I get a different perspective. From all the way up here, I can see, I can see a lot from up here. I can hear it. Oh well. And sometimes it's all good. And sometimes it's all almost good. <laughs> well, I was talking to a friend today and and he made a podcast suggestion. guy's name is who knows I've known him for a very long time I call his mom granny he calls my mom mom (laughs) anyway oh who knows and his lovely wife she knows they're up in Maine somewhere anyway point of this is is he uh, walking in a store and saw a uh, board game and it was the Monopoly the Cheaters edition and uh, and he seemed a little offended by it you know what are we teaching our kids today and uh, you know I, I don't know what we're teaching the kids today I can barely tell you what we were teaching kids when I was getting taught. I don't know if there was a, an agenda or anything like that going on. My teachers that I grew up with all seemed to genuinely care about their jobs and the children in their classrooms. Um... I don't remember any freaky deaky teachers. I could be wrong. I was kind of naive sometimes. But you know, I don't know what we're teaching these kids today. I hope we're teaching them good stuff. But it seems to me that they don't get much money. So we're probably not teaching them much of anything. Other than somebody's agenda. If, you know, they're only get enough for just some do they have music classes anymore do they have different electives that I had do they have wood shop you know uh, I was listening to somebody talk the other day and and uh, I kind of agreed what they said but then I was in my head took it a little bit further and after spending, you know, 12 years or so in school, these kids ought to 
come out of there with a master's degree in something instead of how to FaceTime or, you know, some of these kids want to grow up and be a professional video gamer. And uh, to me, that sounds ridiculous, but that's a very... This is just as easy to become a, a professional video gamer as it is to become a an NFL football star. Now, you know, it's not easy, but it's just as likely these days, it seems. So why aren't our kids coming out of school with a master's degree in anything? I mean... They could have been teaching me in a bunch of different things. It would have been awesome to find out that I had the skills to be a surgeon and come out my senior year a, a surgeon of some sort and go on to you know fine-tune that somewhere else or a rocket engineer or public engineers or toilet engineers you know, some kind of very useful skills. Why wait till college? You know, kid's going to know how to add or subtract, whether he gets to college or not. You know, instead of collaring sometimes, I don't know. I don't have a kid of my own. But I have been around plenty of kids, and, and they're encouraging but I've always said that the children are the key to our future. And if we're not sinking as much money into the school systems as I think we should, we're just wasting our time. Those kids are wasting their time in school. They're just learning some uh, crazy agenda. Because they're really not coming out of there with anything. I came out with some good skills from my teachers I don't know if it was the book learning I had or was it just the the skills of using my brain that these teachers helped me you know with like discernment or being able to problem solve even if you've never dealt with a problem like this before you know I got tools from those teachers but I don't know if they gave us enough. Uh, I wasn't the best student by any means. I was. I just really didn't like school. I thought it was kind of slow. You know, of course, I got an IQ of 38. What do I know? <laughs> but I am quali- qualified to do a podcast about thinking thoughts you know with an IQ of 38 you uh, got probably do a lot of thinking like huh sometimes I feel like that's all I really need my IQ of 38 would make the world seem a lot better why aren't our kids coming out of school with better tools I mean some of them can't even count back change of course we don't really roll around with money I wonder how many of some of these kids who've never even really had more than a handful of dollar bills in their life that'd be uh, wild to find out you know there's gotta be 
a couple that maybe even never even touched cash. Someone probably wouldn't have touched it because it could be possibly just dirty. Who you know? But what could we do for these kids? We need to talk to our people here locally and get better funds. Because the Jetson car, that's going to happen if these kids in school right now make it happen. Because we've passed that point in my generation. We're not going to be making that happen. Unless, of course, I find a magic wand. Or... A magic beans that help me find the golden goose. That'd be cool. But I never seem to find the magic wands. But I do find some things, <laughs> and I can find things that are very interesting from way up here I find that the uh, you got that coronavirus that's happening Ooh, it sounds very frightening and a lot of people are talking about it and, and it sounds like I don't know like something bad's gonna happen you know we, we hear that on the news but the news how much of news is actually news, I wonder, because I know, you know, the news hasn't changed much since like the late 1800s, you know, the news has always been about selling, advertising, not necessarily the news, you know, and good news don't sell and bad news well it sells and uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, Douglas Adams from the faith of Douglas Adams uh, the only thing faster than the speed of light is bad news news way back when in the late 1800s uh, and my experience with it is looking for giants that were found in the 1800s late 1800s early early 1900s and uh, they all had something in common because they were finding these giants from one end of America to the other it seemed like and Everybody at the end of the story said, and the body was taken by the uh, Smithsonian. And uh, well, that makes it sound really legit when you hear something like that. You know, some science museum in New York City came and got it. But the group of people there in New York City tell us that they don't have any of that and they don't have any records of it and the conspiracy period people like to think that uh, well they're lying but I was thinking 
guess it was. I was thinking, what if that was just all fake news back then? All of a sudden, these people were just digging up giants from one end of America to the other. Hmm? Now, in my neck of the woods, back in uh, Guyan Dot, West by God, Virginia, right across the river is a town known as Proctorville or also Rome, Ohio. And uh, now on the Ohio side of the Ohio River was supposedly where the the natives lived in this Ohio Valley. And on the West by God Virginia side of the Ohio River was where the Indians were supposedly hunting and you know they were kind of thought it was a little freaky over there so they just kind of stuck to hunting and getting in and getting out and coming back and they lived across the river in Ohio and there were supposedly mounds at that time and of course by the time I come along any kind of signs of mounds were gone and so removing these mounds way back when they supposedly come across bones of giants and especially right there in Rome, Ohio and Proctorville, Ohio where there were like nine foot red-headed giants with double rows of teeth in their mummified skeleton thingy and of course that was taken by the Smithsonian <laughs> if that's how you pronounce it I don't know alright so uh, I had a family that lived over there on that side of the river too and they went around collecting arrowheads and other Native American artifacts that were laying around on the ground over there and none of them ever ever talked about anybody finding anything like that and I couldn't find anybody that said yeah but it was my uncle Bob's your uncle Bob Bobbity Bob and uh, no none of that so I was just thinking if fake news was already happening back then you know finding those giants that's pretty big news but who knows I surely don't know um I've roamed that whole area I really never found any Indian artifacts in that area but I wasn't completely aware of how to to look for something like that you need to have an eye for that which I later got when I lived out in the desert but it was obvious out there in a lot of cases because there's plenty of native writing on the wall literally the writing is on the wall <laughs> the canyon walls out there and and boulders it's kind of neat if you've never seen anything like that it's really cool to walk up on you know there's a a uh, uh, a rock art out in the middle of this canyon in Canyonlands National Park. Now it's a it's a 
<laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend going out there, but it's got this uh, big belly drawing of a guy, whatever, of some kind of p- person or something like that. I'll try to find a picture and put it in my show notes so you can see what I'm so- looking at. But it's got it's a painted rock art and. Uh, they call him the All-American Man because he's got like a, almost like an American flag on his belly. Kind of like a big old Mexican wrestler looking thing actually with the mask. and But it has like a, uh, almost like the United States flag on his belly. You know, and this thing was several, several hundred years old. And it's out there too. It's hard to get to now. It would have been really out of the way back then. And But that's another thing. You know, wherever I went, no matter how far and out of the way it was, somebody was there before me. I very rarely felt like I was the first one here. So that's kind of, that's kind of neat, I must say. And I'm forgetting my point. I might have to pause things just for a moment. Hello, 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 hello. All right. So I have my little break and. Uh, so we have the uh, the native rock art, and we got the kids and their education. So either one of those complement each other, really, because I don't know much about the kids and their education, and I don't know much about some of that rock art, as I like to call it. I mean, I got some opinions. But I'm not going to go into that right now. Uh, what we really need to strive for is what are we teaching the kids? And that'd be we need to really put more money in these kids' education. It's sad to think. Now, it's it's been a few years and I think uh, the most, the best state was putting in was like about $12,000 a year per kid. And uh, I think it was about 4000 but we'll go 6000 for the lowest state and per kid. And I want to say it was somewhere, you know, Connecticut and Mississippi was on the either end of those spectrums and a bunch of them were on you know the lower end of it to begin with I think 9,000 was a good you know actual high point for most states per kid I mean how much should we spend for the kids you know 100,000 a year per kid what would our return be 
if we could put that kind of money towards our children instead of, you know, some of the pork that goes on with our tax money. But, you know, I guess maybe you got to have the pork to make the world go around. You know, grease the will. Maybe we're supposed to pay off people for doing nothing other than just taking the money, you know, other creepy things. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's going on instead of the kids getting what they need. And the kids, you know, that's cool, the kids, but, you know, one day they get to be adults. And it'd be cool to have a bunch of adults in a few years that were just brilliant and really could solve world problems. You know, that doesn't mean everybody quits driving a car. You know, it means they come up with a different mode of transportation for the individuals. Nobody likes mass transit. You know, unless you're sightseeing, it's kind of cool. I took a train from uh, middle of Utah to West Virginia, and that was cool. But there was some of it that was kind of boring, and without insulting individual states at this point, I won't mention that, but there were some places coming into like Grand Junction, Colorado, oh man, it was just gorgeous, but I wouldn't want to do that every day, well maybe that part of the train ride, that'd be cool, but being able to pull over or do whatever you want along the way is much cooler so I don't think you know solving the world problem involves us taking mass transit public you know I think we still as Americans like our individualism you know give us some kind of hover car and you know come on you know let's give these kids some money some magnets and crayons <laughs> see what happens you know maybe we're missing something with our you know the way we deal with each other these kids being problem solvers or better educated might not have time for war they might see the ridiculousness of it you know if we gave them the chance maybe they could cooperate and everybody get along you know and figure out how to go out into space or figure out why we live in a <laughs> or on a flat earth I don't know I'm like I'm a I'm a round earther you never know what could happen with these kids the things that they could teach us and we should look out for them and a lot of ways but I think if we could educate them a lot more than any of us got educated that'd be awesome give them some incredible make them all superheroes you know that'd be cool of course there'd probably be some really super criminals come out of it but (laughs) 
Well, you know, individuals may vary. So, what are we teaching our kids today? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know that there were some math things a few years ago they talked about and the ridiculousness of it, but, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen a math book. I don't have any kids around me, so... You know, if there's any listeners out there, you know, what are they teaching the kids? And then, how can we get them more funds? Let's think about that for a little bit. And let's figure out a way how to do it and make it happen. So we're going to have this show be things thought and things done. Alright? Things thought. And things done. Well, let's see. We'd like to welcome KFSA. Yes, they're out of uh, Arkansas. Could be playing this show, but they are playing some Fringe Radio Network with some Johnny. I think it was 95.1 FM and uh, uh, 90. 9.50 a.m. Yes. Welcome, welcome. And as always, check out the Johnny McMahon, the Iron Show on the Fringe Radio Network. There's a bunch of other cool shows uh, like the Earth Oddity. These guys kind of give you the news and they usually got you a Florida man kind of thing. So yeah, check out those guys. And... Who else on the fringe do I listen to? I listen to quite a bit. Matthew Miller. (laughs) Want to get your mind blown? Listen to Matthew and his son, Aaron. And, you know, go back to Johnny's archives when when Matthew first came around. was on Johnny's show. It just blew your mind. And some rabbi, Rabbi Mike, I don't know. It was kind of cool to listen to. Matthew Miller and that guy. And Johnny, of course. Johnny Rocks. Oh, yeah. And put some prayers out for Dr. Future. I still don't know what's up with him. And I hope he's doing well. You know, that guy's a... He's a founding father of this show or, or the Fringe Radio Network. I don't know... That's on paper, but I bet it's in the bylaws somewhere. Back of Johnny's brain. Big old brain of Johnny McMahon. All right. Don't forget the guy Fox show. He helped me uh, do the 90% is just showing up. And I haven't heard his uh, show for a while. wonder what he's doing. He's saving the world. One cuss word at a time. <laughs> God bless you, John Muchada And the guy, Fox. But yeah, check out the uh, FringeRadioNetwork.com The FringeRadioNetwork.com Alright, so this is Things Thought on Circle Drive. I'm Bentley Craig, and remember, this is going to be 
Things start. Things done.